This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, and thank you for listening to this special podcast. I'm your host, Chris Adams-Wall. The Rays have announced a historic agreement has been reached with the city of St. Petersburg and Pinellas County to move forward with a new state-of-the-art ballpark and transformational development by the Heinz Historic Gas Plant Partnership on the site of the current stadium. In this special podcast, we'll hear from Rays President Brian Ald, St. Petersburg Mayor Ken Welch, Senior Managing Director of Heinz Michael Harrison, and the Rays Chief Planning and Development Officer Melanie Lenz. We start with Rays President Brian Ald. It's a great day. It's a great day for Rays baseball. It's a great day for St. Petersburg and Pinellas County, really the entire state of Florida. We have um, taken a huge step towards securing the future of this ball club right here on the Tropicana Field site in partnership with the Historic Gas Plant District for generations to come. It's, it's awesome. So what does this announcement mean, and how soon could construction begin? Well, we hope we're breaking ground in 2024. Uh, we have a couple votes ahead of us. We need the Board of County Commissioners and the City Council to agree to what the, uh, the mayor and the county administrator have already said is a pretty darn good deal. Um, once those two votes happen, there's really nothing holding us back from, uh, from breaking ground and uh, constructing the incredible uh, pavilion ballpark that we, uh, that we all deserve here. What will this mean for the community that the Rays are, in fact, here to stay? Yeah, we're here to stay. Um, a lot of us with the team have, have known that to always be the case. We've always wanted to be here. This is our home. Um, I've spent close to 20 years, as has Stuart Sternberg, um, working to build up this fan base to, to turn this team into one that we can all be so proud of. And that's really happened. But there's always been this looming question of where are they going to play after 2027 when the lease expires? That question's been answered, um, hopefully for, for hundreds of years to come. And uh, we can go about building this fan base into the one that a lot of uh, older teams have enjoyed for a long time. We've got 25 years behind us. Now everyone knows there's uh, at least another 30 to come. And tell us more about the Heinz Historic Gas Plant Partnership. What will this mean for Rays fans? Well, it means that you're going to have a ballpark in the middle of a, a bustling um, mixed-use development. You're going to have all sorts of great green space, restaurants, retail opportunities, um, housing opportunities right around the ballpark. Right now we've got seas of parking, which is nice for when you need to park for games, but uh, creates a less vibrant environment. 
And I think what you're going to find is going forward, when you when you come to Rays games at this new ballpark, there's going to be so much incredible activity around the stadium that the overall experience is really enhanced. And how does this tie in with St. Petersburg Mayor Ken Welch's goals for the community? This mayor has been a staunch advocate of the Rays for a long time, going back to his days on the county commission. I have to personally thank him for all the work that he's done with us to make our Jackie Robinson Day a real success here at Tropicana Field. Um, And it speaks to his vision for inclusive progress for the city of St. Petersburg. He wanted the Rays here, but he wanted to make sure that keeping the Rays here meant an economic boon for everyone in St. Pete, and specifically for a lot of the African-American residents who were originally displaced when Tropicana Field was built on the historic gas plant district site. Our plan meets his goals. It provides affordable housing. It's got over $50 million allocated to intentional equity efforts. And we hope that we are going to have our local community participate in a very meaningful way in this entire development project. Tell us about the investment needed for this project to get off the ground. Already, a lot of people have invested their time, energy, and effort, and certainly our organization has has poured millions of dollars into into getting this plan ready um, for us to execute. But we're talking about, when all is said and done, over $6 billion of development in a 20-year period. We're going to need investments. We're going to need partners. We're going to need folks to help us fund our part of the ballpark, and we're going to need partners to help get all these buildings out of the ground. Exactly who, where, and when that happens. Um, fortunately, we have a world-class partner in Heinz to lead us through it. Um, they do this all the time. They, they know how to get the right investors in the right places, and uh, I'm confident that process will start really soon. Can you share your thoughts on this new chapter as we celebrate our 25th anniversary season? The 25th anniversary season has been such a joy. Uh, We've got statues we're about to unveil. We have three members of our first Hall of Fame class. And we've really taken the the Devil Rays uniforms on Friday to to new heights. Um, You know, not just with Randy Land, but also with an incredible record and excitement. And you see how much our fans enjoy um, that part of the history and remembering all that's happened here. Uh, the history of this franchise is a, a long one now and a rich one, and we've had a lot of playoff berths, and we've had a lot of incredible moments, um, whether it's Longoria's walk-off homer for Game 162 or Aki Iwamura stepping on the bag to send us the World Series in 08 or, or Randy Rosarina and Brett Phillips in Game 4 of the 2020 World Series. Um, these are moments that make fan bases um, really sing. Uh, and they get kids into the fold. And what you see right now for the first time is kids being born to people who grew up as Rays fans. That is what you get with 25 years of history. And what we've done is made sure that that generational fan base that's only just gotten started is going to be in place for a long, long time now because we're going to have a new ballpark. It's going to be here in St. Petersburg. And the Tampa Bay Rays are, in fact, here to stay. What are some of the key components of this project beyond the ballpark? I think what I'm most excited about, at least for Rays fans and for citizens of St. Petersburg and, in fact, all of Tampa Bay, is the number of events we're going to bring to this new facility. Um, already we host so many graduations, uh, and, and we have you know the, the WWE coming for their Royal Rumble and a bunch of other really exciting things. And Chance Christmas Light Show brings tens of thousands of people to uh, – 
to the Tropicana Field. But this facility is going to build, be built to host festivals and concerts and community events, and it's going to be able to do so much more efficiently. Um, and because of those cost advantages, because we're going to build the acoustics in the right way, you're going to see really any event that is appropriate for twenty to 30,000 people, we're going to have a huge competitive advantage to bring here. So we want to program this facility 365 days a year, um, and we want it to be open and available to the public constantly. Uh, all of that is going to allow the surrounding development to really thrive, too. If you've got a restaurant or a shop, um, you're going to have a lot of activity, uh, a lot of foot traffic um, all year round. And that's something um, that we just aren't able to do right now at Tropicana Field. This is your 19th season, and a new ballpark has been a priority since you came on board. So can you share your personal thoughts on this historic moment? I'm just glad we're here. Uh, I remember, you know, standing by Stuart Sternberg's side in 2005 when he said, I can tell you one thing, um, we aren't going to be playing in Tropicana Field in 2027. Well, it, it turns out he was wrong about that. Uh, but we've gotten a whole lot right over all those years, too. Um, we've won a lot of baseball games. We've, we've shown this community how much we care about it. We've, again, built this fan base into something that, Back in 04 and 05, um, Devil Rays fans probably didn't think it was possible. You know, the third most wins in all of Major League Baseball since 2008 is, is a feat that our baseball operations staff deserves so much credit for. So all of that put together um, leaves a really wonderful legacy. But I, I would be lying if I said it wouldn't have, have rung a little hollow if we hadn't figured out how to secure the future of this team here for our fans. Um, this is where I'm raising my family. This is where all of our employees live. It's where all of our fans are. We need to be here. And now we have a very clear pathway to making that happen. Um, and it's, uh, it's one of the better moments of my career. What's the timeline for the new ballpark? Opening day, 2028. Uh, work nonstop between now and then to make that happen. That's really the best way I could say it. We've got a couple votes we need in the next few months from City Council and the Board of County Commissioners. Um, we'll continue to, to do outreach to the community to make sure they understand all that this entails. Uh, and we'll be incredible stewards of both the franchise and the, and the investment the public's making in us. Um, but pretty much it's going to be nonstop until, uh, until that opening day of 28, and uh, we're all eager to get to work on it. Where will the team play during construction? Well, uh, we're going to play Tropicana Field. Uh, we're playing at Tropicana Field through the 2027 season while we build in the, uh, the neighboring parking lots. And fortunately, between Gensler and Hines and a number of other partners, we've got really, really smart people that are going to figure out how to park everyone, how to handle the logistics, how to make sure that downtown continues to thrive while this um, building is going on. Um, I'm not going to say it's, it's going to be simple, uh, and I'm not going to say that there won't be some mild inconveniences along the way. But we're ready for it, and it's all in the pursuit of a, a phenomenal 2028 uh, opening of and 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 showcase of our of our Phase One development and our our new stadium. Um, and it's just something that we should all be really really excited and positive about. And is there anything you'd like to say to the public officials that you've been on through this journey? Yes, uh, thank you for asking that question because we could not have a more supportive board of county commissioners. Uh, city council and mayor um, and county administrator and Barry Burton than we do right now. In some ways, some of this feels like destiny. We've been partners with a lot of these people over so many years through so many ups and downs. Um, and our city council members have had our back. They have been instrumental in connecting us to their constituencies in the community in allowing us to really leverage our assets to improve the city of St. Petersburg on a neighborhood by neighborhood basis. We couldn't be more grateful for their support. 
Um, and of course, the county commission uh, does an incredible job driving the, the economics of Pinellas County, looking out for their constituents as well. Uh, many of them have been there for many, many years supporting the raise, holding on to tourist development dollars to support this project. Uh, and their belief in what Major League Baseball can do for the county and for the surrounding communities is part of what gives us such confidence to double down on Pinellas County and St. Petersburg and know that our future here is going to be very bright. I couldn't be more grateful for them. Um, Public service is a sometimes thankless task, and so it's my great privilege and pleasure to be able to say thank you to all of them right now. Well, Brian, congratulations, and thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you, and to all Rays fans out there, thanks for sticking with us all these years. Couldn't be more grateful for you, and uh, are just excited to uh, give us all the ballpark we deserve. Mayor Ken Welch spoke about what this transformational development in the heart of the city means for St. Petersburg and Tampa Bay, and how the partnership between St. Petersburg, Pinellas County, Hines, and the Rays led to this historic agreement. Today is a day of celebration for our community. As the city of St. Petersburg and our Pinellas County partners announce our agreement with the Hines Rays Group for the redevelopment of this site, the historic gas plant district, including a new home for our Rays. Today we take a significant step towards honoring the promises made to the gas plant community some 40 years ago when I was a young man, Commissioner (laughs) Justice. Promises of opportunity in employment, in housing, and economic development. Today we celebrate the power of partnership and our focus on inclusive progress for our entire community based on our shared priorities for the city of St. Petersburg, for Pinellas County, for our Heinz partners and for our Tampa Bay Rays. And we're excited to say that the Rays are here to stay. Today we also honor the history of this place. Behind me is the very place where I as a young man worshiped at Prayer Tower Church of God in Christ, attended Sunday school, learned to be a decent musician, My story is a story of thousands who lived and worked and worshiped in this place, in this neighborhood. That community was promised a stake in the economic benefits that would come from the redevelopment of this land. And the agreement that we have forged with the Heinz Rays Group will finally honor that promise. The jobs, housing, office space, along with the opportunities for partnering with businesses that drive our economy, as well as the new businesses that will be attracted to this world-class development, will fuel our economy, create inclusive business opportunities, and be a catalyst for progress in St. Petersburg and Pinellas County for decades to come. As your mayor, I've never doubted that this day would come. First, because of my faith that was nurtured in this very place. But secondly, because I believe in our community and in the quality and vision of our leadership and our partners. We are so much stronger when we can work together. So I want to say thank you to our city team, led by City Administrator Rob Gertis, Assistant City Administrator Tom Green, City Development Administrator James Corbett, and Economic Development Director Brian Capers, as well as our legal team that kept us in line, uh, City Attorney Jackie Kovalarich and Assistant City Attorney McCall Dyer, and the entire team. I can't name them all because I only have five minutes. 
But all the city team, please just raise your hands and be acknowledged. Thank you to our county partners. The city of St. Pete cannot do this alone. So I want to thank our county partners who've been with us since day one, including city administrator Barry Burton and your team, commission chair Janet Long, and all of our county commissioners who are with us today and our TDC members for working with us in a spirit of collaboration. Our city council is a key partner as well, and they will have final approval of the development agreements that come forward. I want to say thank you to City Council Chair Brandy Gabbard, Vice Chair Deborah Fig Sanders, if you would just raise your hands, Council Members, Council Member Copley Gurris uh, from the famed West Side, <laughs> Council Member Lisette Hanowitz, Council Member John Muhammad, Council Member Ed Montaneri, and Council Member Gina Driscoll. Thank you all for your collaboration and input as we shape this agreement. And I believe this agreement meets our city's collective priorities. And I want to say thank you to all the previous business and community leaders who successfully pursued baseball for the Bay Area and for St. Petersburg. Thank you to our community who showed up in person and virtually, more than 2,000 in our community conversations alone, to help shape what progress should look like for the historic gas plant. And finally, to our Heinz Tampa Bay Rays partners including Ray's owner Stu Sternberg, Presidents Matt Silverman and Brian Ald, and Chairman and CEO Jeff Hines, and your team. Thank you for your partnership, for working with our team to build a shared vision for the historic gas plant, for embracing the history of this place, for building a plan that benefits our entire community and honors the promises to the black community that for decades have been a dream deferred for the descendants of the historic gas plant and for everyone in St. Pete, that dream is no longer deferred, but it will soon become a reality as we embark upon the work of implementing our 21st century vision for equitable economic development on this sacred land. This is what the community was promised. This is what business and civic leaders over decades have hoped for, and this is what we will accomplish. This is what progress looks like, and our rays are here to stay. God bless you. Senior Managing Director of Heinz, Michael Harrison, joins us now, and he has been a part of several ballpark efforts over the years, so today's announcement has been a long time coming. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a day that's been 15 years in the making. I can remember uh, meeting Matt Silverman in January of 2008, uh, having dinner, introduced him to Jeff Hines in Houston. We had an opportunity to show him uh, another uh, stadium development that Hines was involved in, the Toyota Center for the Houston Rockets. Had dinner, took in a game, and came back to St. Pete for meetings with the Rays team here, and that really launched our first effort on that first RFP back in 2007, 2008. So to answer your question, it's been a long time coming. But it feels good. Today is a really great day, isn't it? It is. It is. I think Matt said this uh, during the press conference. There's been so much growth in St. Pete since that first RFP that, that we jointly responded to with the Rays. The city really has grown up around this site. And we get the benefit of that. We have the opportunity to do something now 
both with the ballpark as well as the surrounding development that'll that'll um, surround the ballpark and replace Tropicana Field once the new ballpark opens and really turn this into a place that is a destination that people want to come to and stay at, not just drive your car to the ball game, park in the parking lot, and reverse that after the game. We want people to come here. We want people to live here. We want people to stay after a game for dinner with their family or for uh, an, you know, a, a, an event at one of the entertainment venues. So it, it's truly exciting, and, and we really feel privileged to be partnered with the Rays, uh, Stu and Matt and Brian and Melanie Lenz. We go back a long way, and the faith and confidence that the Rays have shown in Heinz as a partner is really something that uh, we take great pride in. What makes this project unique? Because we know it's a lot more than just a ballpark. Yeah, I think it, what what it, what this is is what every other professional sports team fantasizes about. Yeah, they they very seldom have an opportunity to create a new ballpark or a new arena or a new stadium, let alone to have the idea of a sixty-acre blank canvas that surrounds the new new venue. So, for us. You know, we get to map this out in a way that not only turns this into the best ballpark in Major League Baseball, but it it, it surrounds it with places for people to, to live, work, and play. And the ability with 14 acres of green space and open open spaces, we can turn this into something that's really a destination in, unto itself in addition to the ballpark. And how important is it for local government, corporations, developers – to be able to work together and and invest together. Well, I, I I think we're very fortunate that at this moment in time, both with the county commission, with Mayor Welsh's leadership, um, and the you know the the city council, uh, everybody um, was rowing in the same direction, and that doesn't always happen. Um, and I think in this case, there's an opportunity because St. Pete has has really. Uh, grown tremendously over the last 10 to 15 years, um, there's a vision now. You know, it's how do we continue this growth in a responsible way? And I think that what Mayor Welch did with the RFP and his early collaboration with the county commission allowed for them to say, how do we get behind this new ballpark in a way that it facilitates a deal with the Rays and it allows for the development of the area around the ballpark? And that's really where Heinz was fortunate to be invited by the Rays to be their partner and to, and to do this in a cohesive master-planned um, mixed-use mixed um, village. Affordable and workforce housing has been a challenge across the country, including here in Florida. What are some of the solutions your team is working on? It, it is a complicated issue, and it's a challenging issue, and there's no one good answer uh, to that. What we've done is, uh, as I mentioned during the press conference, we have had the opportunity since we were awarded the project to sit down with the city to understand what their priorities were. And based on that, um, you know, we've added a senior living component to the affordable housing plan. And we're also investing heavily in affordable housing offsite. We're going into areas that the, the city administration has prioritized and said, we, we need your help to do something here. And it's not going to be easy because 
the federal tax credits are highly competitive. Everybody wants it. Um, so we can't just rely on that. And that's part of the reason we're funding a, a significant portion of this affordable housing initiative through a $15 million uh, commitment, uh, which is a subset of our overall $50 million intentional equity commitment. This project is a huge shift from the current site of Tropicana Field, surrounded by parking lots to a destination spot. How do you think that will change the landscape of St. Petersburg? Our job isn't just to do a standalone, you know, 7 million square foot development. Our job is to do that in a way that it blends into the edges that surround the site today. And the good news is that over the last 10 years, those edges have really evolved to the point where it's our job to stitch into them seamlessly. Can you describe some of the community or arts elements that will be included? Yeah, and and really, uh, the, the the intentional equity program uh, that we what we proposed f- that includes fifty million dollars uh, in total, you know, it's going to be a uh, it's going to help partially fund the new Woodson Museum, and we've provided a site for that within the overall master plan. So, arts are a, a fundamental uh, you know uh, per, a part of our plan. You know, we're looking at incubator space for for local artists. <clears throat> that will be mixed into the plan as it's developed over time. And really, you know, the, the you know, big, big part of our, our intentional equity program is community outreach. And how do we how do we help train people for the jobs that are going to be created on the site, both construction jobs as well as permanent jobs? And, you know, we want to create mentorship programs. We want to be able to create um, apprentice, uh, apprenticeships uh, on the site. And so I think that all of that um, local intervention will really help um, the project be more successful. And in that vein, what kind of jobs will be available with a project of this size? Oh, it's it's the it's endless. I mean, it's you know the obvious uh, you know first uh, part of the answer to the question is it's going to create construction jobs of all kind, and and really we need to invest early because there's so much construction that's going to be happening with a new ballpark that's, you know, going to be more than a billion dollars worth of construction. The first phase of the development around the ballpark will be another billion dollars worth of construction. And so we need to start helping train people today so that we're creating our own workforce. But beyond that, uh, we, we hope to attract uh, corporate users to the site. We're, we're, we want We want someone to move their headquarters here. Florida has been a huge beneficiary of an in-migration of population and corporate relocations over the last five years, even dating back pre- prior to COVID. We want to we build on that. And today, you know, companies and, and company leaders are trying to figure out how do we get our employees to come back to the office? And if you're just a building on a street, it's hard to attract your employees to come back. If you put a a corporate headquarters or a regional headquarters or if you're leasing office space within our project, you're really moving them into a placemaking destination. And so they'll have restaurants to go to at lunchtime. They'll have bars that they can go to after work. There's an event concert or a ball game at, at, the, at the new ballpark. So you, you, you're creating an environment where people want to come to work. So, you know, you're, the full range of office jobs. The whole ground plane of this project is going to be tied together by retail and food and beverage. So retailers, both both local and national, but especially local. We want local restaurateurs to be here. We want people to be able to have 
you know, the full range of jobs. And so retail jobs, uh, you know, f- uh, food and beverage jobs, office jobs, construction jobs, you know, this, you know, the new ballpark, you know, you think about all the people that work for the Rays today that are going to move over to that to that location. So I don't I can't think of a job type that it won't create. Explain the importance of intentional equity. And can you outline some of the goals there? Of, of course, and, and quite frankly, you know, want to give credit where credit is due. The Rays were focused on intentional equity before before they invited Heinz back to be their partner. They had already, you know, really um, commenced a, a community outreach program. And and when you look at uh, you know Andrick Frazier and Best Source Consulting and what they've done, you know, as the leader of that group. Gwendolyn Reese, who's been an important part of our team, uh, what what they've been able to do is is keep us grounded and and really teach Heinz and the Rays what it means to be local in our focus and help us prioritize what does community outreach mean. It's not community outreach isn't aspirational for this team. It's programmatic. It's part of our program, and it's something that every single person on the team is committed to. And when we were putting together our response to the RFP, we sat in you know team meetings with 20 or 30 of us, and it was, it was a, a free-flowing conversation where people spoke their mind and people helped identify uh, what it is we needed to do for community outreach. And you know, we started with a list of, you know, 50 or 60, you know, potential programs and commitments that we could make. And together with Andrick and his team and, and Miss Reese, um, you know, we, we prioritized those. And that really led to this $50 million package that we've put together. And it's really, you know, jobs training programs. It's, you know, a contribution to the Woodson Museum. It's $15 million to additional affordable housing initiatives off-site um, that will be paid over the as we develop market rate of housing on-site. So there's a correlation there that if we get the benefit of developing on-site, you know, market rate housing, we're going to make a, a commensurate contribution off-site. So, um, and, and really, you know, it's it's all about local programs, and we're we're going to have a dedicated team. This isn't this isn't a proposal where. The, the the outreach uh, team you know uh, is, is disassembled now that we have the deal. This is something that's going to be a permanent part of our team over the twenty or thirty years that it takes to build this city within a city. And share how this will be a destination, even if you're a casual baseball fan. Well, I think in this day and age, people want um, to spend their free time in a way that they feel like they're getting value. And I think the Rays have really done a phenomenal job, uh, you know, over their history of creating a, a, a fan experience that's, you know, s- superior to anything in Major League Baseball, bar none. Um, what what we have an opportunity to do is really build on that. And when you talk about the placemaking that we're going to do, you know, we think of the the apartment buildings and the hotels and the office buildings, uh, we think of those as the, you know, the hardware. You know, those are the bricks and mortar that, you know, we're, we're going to build on this new street grid that we're going to reintroduce after after 30 years. But, but what happens between the buildings, 
we think of that as the software. We think of the programming that you can do, not just on a game night when the Rays are here, but when they're out of town. You know, is it yoga on the green? Is it, you know, is it a, a family barbecue night with, with live entertainment and live music? Um, really, we've, we Heinz have focused on these placemaking destinations all across the country. And it's not about the buildings. It's about creating places between the buildings that people want to come to because they want to they want to spend their time and their money in a place where they can really enjoy it. And how confident are you that the deadline will be met in time for the team to play ball in 2028? Well, I'm very confident. We've got a lot of work to do with the city and the county to get everything documented. Yeah, but we've been working with our design team. The Rays have been working with the ballpark design team. And we've got a schedule that's achievable. And so we all fully expect to be, uh, you know, raising a glass of champagne on opening day 2028. And can you explain the delicate balance of tearing down an old building while working on a new one and still playing ball at the same time? It's going to be a challenge. It's you know we we have the good the good fortune of being able to learn from other examples of where this has been done around the country, and so we understand from a from a constructability perspective what some of the challenges are going to be. And and I mentioned some of them earlier today in the press conference that you know we have to create adequate parking you know early so that when we do take uh, some of the parking out of out of play so that we can build the new ballpark, uh, people can get here and people have places to park. And so it's a complex logistical, you know, jigsaw puzzle. But the good news is we've got the right experts in terms of our design team. We're going to hire the right contractors. Uh, and it's going to be a very collaborative, coordinated effort, um, sort, of, sort of like a symphony orchestra where everybody's got to be on the same beat for it to sound really, really good and for it to deliver with, without, with the minimal, minimum amount of disruption. Is there anything you want to touch on? Anything else you want to add? In, in real estate you know, development and investment and, uh, you know, what we do, uh, we're fortunate. We're, we're one of the larger privately held real estate companies in the world. And, and, and Heinz has been in great, involved in great projects all across the United States and really across the globe. Um, and so um, to have an opportunity to work on a project of this magnitude, of this significance, especially when you consider the 15 or 18 year history of how long it's taken to get to the starting line. Um, we take, uh, first of all, tremendous pride in the fact that we have the Rays organization as our partners. Um, you know, they're incredible people, high integrity, people who always want to do the right thing. And that's really what Gerald Hines and Jeff Hines and now Laura Hines have done for, for our organization over 60 years. And so we consider it a privilege to be their partner. We also, having done some of these large-scale projects across the globe, I, I want everybody to know this is a monumental project. This is not just a city-defining project, but it's a city within a city that the Rays and, and the Hines, together with, in partnership with the city and the county, are undertaking here. And, you know, as much as uh, St. Pete has grown and transformed itself over the last decade— um, this project will be transformational for Pinellas County and for St. Petersburg, and we're just proud to be part of it.
Chief Planning and Development Officer Melanie Lenz is developing how this ballpark will represent the community, and she began speaking about the excitement of today's announcement. So first of all, thanks so much for the time. Um, feeling pretty great, actually. It's, it's um, you know, I think for not just uh, me personally, but, you know, for the Rays, for the city of St. Petersburg and Tampa Bay overall, this is a really exciting day. Um, you know, putting down our, continuing to put down our roots here for generations to come in this community that we all, you know, love is, is just, it's just pretty exciting overall. What is it that makes this ballpark unique? I mean, there's so there's so many things that are going to make this ballpark unique. And, you know, we're really a concept design level right now. And so this is kind of the fun stage. We get to spend a lot of time talking with our fans and um, our community stakeholders to really see what they want to, you know, have in this ballpark represent us as a community. But the ballpark, I mean, it's going to have a fixed roof, it's going to have operable walls, and it's going to be a true community asset. So at the end of the day, everyone should feel welcome in this state-of-the-art new venue. And how will this development project impact the community? I mean, this is one of the largest mixed-use development projects, certainly in the history of Tampa Bay, if not beyond. Um, we're able to provide not just a new ballpark, new housing opportunities for all, new business opportunities. You know, we're going to pr provide, you know, over, I think the number is 14 acres of new open space and park space. It's really building a small city in an already incredible city. And so I think that um, you know, this is going to be a place, it's going to be a destination, but not just a destination for visitors, some place that every resident in Tampa Bay will want to come to time and time again. You've been here and you've seen the various plans for a ballpark. Why does this one stand out? I think just because it stands out for so many reasons, but one of the biggest reasons is that this ballpark will be in the heart of an urban center. So this is a ballpark that is already going to be placed in, an, in just a growing and thriving city. And so what we're able to do is reach out the edges of this ballpark into the community in ways that I don't think other venues have had the opportunity to do so. So we got to know, what's your favorite feature? I don't, I mean, I don't know yet. It's so early to tell. We're so early in the design phase. But I think, you know, the concept of this ballpark is it's a pavilion. And it's a community, it's really the heart of a community, a community gathering place, a place with porches and a place, you know, with balconies to, to really represent, you know, the Tampa Bay, the St. Petersburg, the Florida lifestyle. And so I'm most excited to see how this venue will represent the community that we live in. What type of experience will current fans and new fans see, feel, hear? I mean, I think one of the big design guiding principles is to bring the outside in. And so you shouldn't feel like you're in this cavernous venue when you're there. You should feel like you're in this great Florida ballpark, this great St. Petersburg ballpark that represents us as a community. I think another thing, too, is you should feel like this is epic play, right? We want this to be this great family, fan-friendly, focused venue that when you're there it's extraordinary play it's epic play not just on the field but you should be able to feel as a fan that you're you can have different experiences as you travel around the ballpark this isn't a place that you're going to come and sit in your seat and watch baseball for nine innings this is a place where you're going to explore every day game day and not. Melanie, as you know, I'm a big baseball fan. I know you're a big baseball fan. There are lots of baseball fans who are going to be wondering 
what is the inside of this ballpark going to look like? What can you tell us? So, I mean, you're right. It's so great to be a huge baseball fan and being involved in the design of a venue like this. It's so exciting. So the first thing is intimacy, right? This is going to be the most intimate ballpark in Major League Baseball. We actually measure that by a statistic we call uh, nose to field. And so as our fan, how far is your nose from that field? And in this ballpark, it's going to be closer than any other ballpark. Um, it's going to have, you know, three levels, and we're going to have amenities for every fan type and every person that wants to come and enjoy Rays baseball or other other events at the venue as well. And finally, I think it's going to be accessible from a circulation standpoint. We're really going to be able to make sure that fans know where they are on the ballpark and know that they can get easily to an amenity just around the corner or even in the outfield. Does that mean we're going to be saying goodbye to the catwalks? It does. Mm. Yes. Um, and so we've been working for a while with our engineers. Um, I think they've analyzed close to 400,000, um, you know, essentially hits and the trajectory of those hits. And we're purposefully de- designing um, the, the height of the route to make sure we're accommodating, um, you know, kind of today's uh, ball trajectory versus something in the past. Well, it sounds like you're really building a community here more than anything else. What has it been like to work with Heinz on this project? I mean, we've had a relationship with Heinz for over 15 years, and they are best in class as it relates to a development partner. And they understand our vision for this overall site. It's honoring the history of the site and making sure that we're creating opportunity for all. And when you have values aligned like that from day one, you're just setting yourself up for success. And so we couldn't be uh, more pleased to be taking this next step with them and with our community. Well, Melanie Lenz, thanks so much for your time. Congratulations. No, thanks so much for your time as well. Have a great day. Thanks again for listening to this special podcast. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes and updates on the ballpark plans. For further details of today's historic announcement and more information on the historic gas plant district development, visit RaysBaseball.com slash here to stay. I'm Chris Adams-Wall. Raise up.